Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Tuesday, January 9th, 5.26 a.m. Central Time. Grain market's a little bit higher this morning. Nice change of pace, up uh, one or two in corn, up three in soybeans, up uh, five or six in wheat. We've got a nasty winter storm that is moving across the country. Why don't we start there? We sure do. Winter storm Finn is bringing winter weather to the Midwest and Great Lakes region. As of Monday afternoon, the storm was moving across the plains into the Midwest, bringing snow, strong winds and rain. The storm will have its greatest impact in the central and eastern states uh, today and into tomorrow morning. Snow accumulations of five inches or greater are expected across western Kansas, eastern Nebraska, Iowa, northern Missouri, northwest Illinois, southern Wisconsin, and northern Michigan. Localized totals could reach up to a foot in some areas, and of course, strong winds will accompany the snowfall. I don't know when they started naming these like run-of-the-mill winter storms. I don't know when this happened. I thought that was just a hurricane thing. Maybe I'm out of the loop. Uh, the, the results here are going to be your normal stuff. Uh, travel delays as it relates to agriculture. I think cattle stress will be a part of this, and that's part of the reason I think the cattle market has acted a little bit better the last few days. Grain movement may slow down. The precipitation is super welcome. I mean, anywhere we can get precip here, we'll take it. But uh, dealing with these storms is sometimes no fun. Uh, winter kill, not expected to uh, be a big problem, except for maybe some areas up north. Uh, there's probably, it's probably not going to be cold enough, and there's probably enough snow cover in maybe some of these areas. So I don't know. Is this, is this why the cattle market acted better, at least Monday? Yeah, because of or course. not Monday, maybe late last week, I guess. Right, of course, because there's going to be that stress and um, those calories that those cattle are taking in are going to go towards uh, staying warm instead of put, packing on all those pounds. There's supposed to be more of this coming to some of these areas on Thursday, Friday. So uh, mm -hmm. stay safe out there today, guys. Ukraine has shipped 15 million tons of cargo, cargo through its alternative Black Sea corridor, which was established back in August after Russia exited the Black Sea grain deal. Of that total, 10 million tons have been agricultural goods. Unfortunately, Ukraine's grain exports are down about 18% this season compared to the same time last year, according to Ukraine's uh, Ag Ministry. Corn exports have declined by 23% and wheat exports are down 1%. I think Ukraine is generally speaking calling this a success. They believe this is a success given that Russia is not really on board with this uh, new corridor that's been established. Ukraine has some of the cheapest corn available on the export market. They just don't have a ton of it to export. So have we lost a little bit of demand to Ukraine? Yeah, we probably have. I know we had that video a couple months ago where we talked about this, how you know there's some US taxpayer dollars that went to fund Ukrainian agriculture, and now they're under undercutting us on the export market when it comes to corn. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about that. It's, an, it's not huge amounts though. Like, I don't think that that's our problem when it comes to uh, grain demand by any stretch. So if you guys have not checked out our premium content, you need to do so. You're not going to find content like this anywhere else. Joe, can you tell me about the video you put together yesterday? Okay. So we've done some work with Brian uh, as it relates to charts on this 2023 versus 2013 analog, and it carries into uh, 24 versus 2014. So what happened in January, 2014? Um, 
this report, this January report, we've got the 2024 version coming up on Friday. It was a big market mover in 2014. We talked about why. We talked about some of the potential fundamental analogs there. This is actually some good news for a change. Uh, it's it's tough to talk about bad news every day, but that's kind of where we're at right now. If you guys want to see the premium stuff, uh, sign up today. I'll send you over a copy of this morning's email, which includes that video and our six most recent premium videos. This is a $50 per month subscription. Cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. Remember, guys, this is the best way to support what we're doing here. This is independent media. We have no sponsors. The only way that we're able to wake up and do this every day is through the premium subs. So give it a shot. Um, if you like the YouTube channel, if you like the podcast, you'll love the premium stuff, I promise. According to well-followed private group Ag Rural, as of last Thursday, 0.6% of Brazil's soybean crop had been harvested. Yields in Mato Grosso are much lower than normal due to hot and dry conditions. Rains in the Brazilian state are now making harvest difficult. Agrural has projected this season's crop will reach 159 million tons, but it is expected to revise its projection in the coming days. Agrural also reported that as of last Thursday, 3.3% of the first corn crop had been harvested in south central Brazil. These early soybean yields out of Brazil are going to be the worst soybean yields that we hear about. Um, the later it, it should get better the later that we go. Conab is going to give us an updated production number tomorrow morning. USDA will give us an updated production number on Friday. Uh, Friday's report is is a big deal. We'll talk about that more uh, here the next couple of days. I personally think like I think all eyes will be on the South American numbers. I don't think that's what's going to move the market, though. If you're going to get a big surprise market moving event, it's going to be in the U.S. numbers. It's going to be something that we don't see, like an acreage revision, a yield revision to last year, something in the grain stocks. Everybody knows the Brazil soybean numbers coming down. I just don't know that that's going to be your big market mover, given that everybody knows that it's coming. Uh, there's a little bit of rain on the radar over Mato Grosso and elsewhere. This morning, the forecast still looks pretty wet. So the soybean market, of course, has acted very poorly, made some fresh lows yesterday, was able to finish off of the lows, though. So I suppose it could have been worse. I don't know. U.S. soybean shipments were poor last week. USDA reported that 25 million bushels of soybeans were inspected for export during the week ending Jan January 4th. The print was down 30% compared to the previous week and 54% versus the same week last year. Corn shipments, on the other hand, increased 50% versus the prior week at 34 million bushels. Wheat shipments surpassed pre-report estimates at 18 million bushels, increasing 78% compared to the previous week and 100 134% versus the same week last year. That soybean shipment number is absolutely terrible. 675,000 is the worst seasonal print in more than 10 years. We're not doing good. Uh, the wheat shipment number was actually really good, and we did ship some wheat to China out of the PNW, which is a positive development, and the corn number was good. So the, the soybean thing is, is problematic. Brazil is still undercutting the U.S., on the export market when it, when it comes to soybeans. Soybeans uh, shipped to China, still cheaper out of Brazil, and that's probably going to be the case for, for a while unless like the, the analysts and everybody else has the crop in Brazil like pegged way too high and it ends up you know at 140 or something. I don't think that's the case, though, and I think the, what's going on in the cash markets and in the export markets is probably kind of telling the tale here, unfortunately. The U.S. dollar has retreated ahead of key inflation data that will be released later this week. 
During the first four days of this year, the U.S. dollar rallied 1%, its strongest first week gain since 2011, but on Monday, the dollar retreated for its second straight day. The pullback was due to speculators betting against the dollar, anticipating that the Fed would begin cutting rates this year. U.S. Treasury yields also pulled back. Expectations of the Fed cutting rates will be tested later this week when the December CPI and PPI report are released on Thursday and Friday. Yeah, we've got some more inflation data later this week. I've heard more talk and chatter about the dollar recently than I have in a while. And, you know, you go back and look at the last two or three years. I just haven't seen the inverse correlation. In, in fact, it looks like kind of a, a regular correlation here. They've moved together. They moved together. You look all through 2021, the dollar and commodities kind of rallied together all through 2022 and really most of 2023, they kind of declined together. So I, I would love to believe this story that a weaker dollar equals higher commodity prices, but I'm just not seeing it here. I've, I've seen some people say that, you know, if the dollar falls below hundred, if we fall below par, then yeah, that's going to be positive commodities and maybe it is, but for the moment, I'm just, I'm not seeing that 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 inverse relationship where you know higher dollar equals lower commodities and vice versa maybe we'll get back to that i've i've seen it throughout my career i haven't seen it for a few years but uh, i just don't know that we're in that sort of place right now what did cattle do yesterday uh futures were mixed on monday live cattle futures ended the day 90 cents to 17 cents lower feeder cattle futures were 22 cents lower to 92 cents lower not a lot of move 92 cents higher excuse me not a lot of movement there choice box beef ended the day at 278.83 that was up a buck 67 and select ended the day at 259.36 that was down 17 cents Outside markets this morning, U.S. dollars up a little bit. Stocks are off. The S&P is off 18. The Dow Jones is off 140. Bonds are off a little bit. Uh, crude oil is up $1.40 in the February WTI at 72.15. We mentioned Bitcoin yesterday. Traded up to 47000 yesterday on uh, speculation regarding these new ETFs. Backed off uh, just a little bit. Figured I'd mention that. Everybody have a great day today. Stay safe uh, among amid these uh, winter storms. We'll talk to you on Wednesday.